Hello and welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'll be your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, panelist, Brad Ellis. Hi. My pumpkin-spiced co-moderator, Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Making it all happen in the control room, Isla Hank. Uh, yeah. Just For the record, uh, I have not had any pumpkin spice recently, so. I just, you just. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, is he just just having give off the aroma, <laughs> okay. you know? When you're working hard, you exude it. Okay. Um, yeah, we. Uh, Good we, to know. We got some some team members that are busy on projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Far, far more important than Easy Allies podcast. But regardless, we are here to talk about some of the biggest headlines in the world of video games. But before we do that, we must first answer for all of the mistakes we made last week. Isla. Begin corrections music, please. Boop. Riot Games will disable all chat in a future patch. They haven't done it yet. Ah. Uh, currently, mm-hmm. it is not disabled. Ella Musk in Genshin Impact is not into tech. She's a lingui- linguistic scholar who is studying the Hillichurl language, who are the common goblin-like enemies in the mm. game. Uh, whoever left that comment was like, hey. they, they, they're like, I know this is, you're going to hate this one, but... Ever Tried is an isometric tactical roguelike whose protagonist looks a lot like Hollow Knight. Okay. The biggest game in the world I was thinking of was not Crossfire. It was Garena Free Fire. Uh, I knew there was a fire in it. Oh. But Garena, yeah, Garena Free Fire is one of those. It's just like, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what Pokemon Go is doing. It's just think gonna, I've even heard of that one, but okay. It doesn't matter what Genshin Impact's doing on mobile. It's yep. going to take all the mobile money. Uh, last week's Sunday version of the podcast went up on Saturday for a hot second. That was very exciting. I for anybody, that. there was a couple Hi. comments in there, uh, which means when it went up on Sunday, it was way down in the... Uh, playlist yeah, and everything. The, the, that that was a that was a learning moment. Yeah, and yet it'll probably not happen again in enough time for us to apply that. Such, such is the life of a content <laughs> creator. And next week's episode will be a day early because I actually have a conflict in the day we normally shoot. Right. So that'll be Thursdays for people that get that early access, and Saturdays for everyone else. And corrections music, please. Boop. Lucky us, we get to affect Hollywood. Little oh. did I know it would take until the Easy Allies podcast when I finally would get some power in the, ho- in the Hollywood biz. Uh, we have two movies that are in trouble, uh, movies that are very near and dear to my heart. An actor has left. We need to replace that, char- that actor with a character from video games, from Mango Oltz. All the Chucky's dolls in the set of Child's Play have been destroyed in a mysterious storage closet fire. Wow. Luckily, the director's kid has their collection of video game character plush dolls with them. Which character do you choose to fill the terrifying toy shoes? Is it Vivi from Final Fantasy IX? Mm-hmm. Pikachu from Pokemon? Or Cuphead? Hmm. <laughs> Pikachu. Pretty scary. I like Vivi doing fire spells. And I imagine they're going to have to attach some some sort of puppeteering yeah, apparatus. Right, right. They can't just have a hand shaking the thing. Uh, Chucky's very verbal, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's. He, I haven't yeah. seen Child's Play. Like Brad Dourif, and then later Mark Hamill. Yeah. So the only one of those many, that like really many lines of dialogue talks, I guess, is Vivi. He's got to yeah, communicate. We've never, we've never heard Vivi's voice. Yeah, I know, but he has tons of dialogue. <laughs> Not true. He's in Kingdom Hearts too. He has dialogue. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, he has dialogue in in nine as well. Well, not like you can't hear him. Oh, hear That's what his I voice. Yeah, yeah, you can actually hear him in Kingdom Hearts. So I would just say because he Vivi actually talks. could be creepy with the eyes. Yeah. Uh, just imagine his eyes just open. <laughs> Cuphead is a good one too. Cuphead's I think. great. Yeah. yeah. The uh, when I was when I when you're saying that I was I, and I can't remember the name. The like little dolls in the dwarf fortress in Final Fantasy IV. Oh, okay. Like they there's like a, a smaller like group of dolls and they like merge into a mega doll or something right? like that. Mm. And there's just this waltz playing and like. 
They, they fit the bill pretty, pretty well. Pretty creepy. Not on the list, though. Not on the list, on, yeah. On, I said Vivi. Right. Let's go, Vivi. Okay. From Evan Stathakis, Mandy Patinkin disappeared <gasps> from the set of Princess Bride. Disappeared. Oh, no. Leaving only a small note saying, don't look for me. <laughs> you are now like tasked with recasting the role of Inigo Montoya. Your choices are Riku from Kingdom Hearts, Sephiroth, <laughs> or Dante. Not that one. The other Dante. The DMC Dante? The DMC Dante. Oh, man. Oh, man. Riku? Seth or DMC Dante? These are rough choices. Yeah. To recapture the magic? I don't even know Riku, and I'm like, this has got to be the one. I think Riku is probably Riku's pretty it. sick. <laughs> but Sephiroth would turn in a very nuanced and interesting performance. He'd steal yes, it, and that's not fair to everyone else in that insane. movie. Yeah. yeah. Let's go Riku. I love nice. Riku. And as always, they're very, very grateful. The moment I get on the horn... Let them know what our picks are. Saved. Whew. Start work tomorrow morning. Speaking of movies that people are making, they're making that Uncharted movie. Yeah. And I oh. didn't think today, yeah. I saw some Twitter people were like, you know, a lot of fans were very much anticipating mm-hmm. we would get a look at the Uncharted movie today. Um, I was ju- just wrapping up our rundown for the Easy Allies podcast, and Blood says, how about an Uncharted movie trailer? What did you think of the un- Uncharted movie trailer, Bloodworth? Um, post in Slack. Yeah, I, I I only watched it the one time, so I actually w- wish I'd spent a little bit more time rewatching it. But I, I think just the first impressions of it is it's just it just takes me a while to like try to cement them as those characters. You know, like yeah, when I, I see, see Mark Wahlberg, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's probably because you think, oh no, that's Sully. You think of oh, Sully, and you're like, right. yeah, you know, you slowly look, you're just slowly like you white a, hair, you need a mustache, mustache. Yeah, yeah no, mustache is kind of weird. But I. Th- Think this is supposedly like earlier in the timeline. It's when they met. Right. Yeah, Um, that's true. The only thing that's weird about that is the uh, the airplane shot from From Uncharted Three. Then I know there's a lot of other shots in there that that call back to the movies, and it just seems like it's weird because that is so you just you're pulling that scene, but is that not part of this? You got something recognizable, I guess. I suppose it's like the Resident Evil trailer. The the new one has like. Three games in it. <laughs> but it's so funny, the mustache, it's like Jill shoulder pads. People are like, where are the shoulder pads? Like, just these, yeah. these weird things we get hung up on like in games that are important, but maybe not to, I wish to some costume pads. designers. Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, the other thing I thought about the plane shot was it was just like, I felt like the, just the trailer itself kind of like weighed a little too heavily on it. It just kept coming back to it. Like oh, oh, oh here it is again. It, it, you know, yeah. so it, it was like one of those. I things. guess it's, it's like, like the one set piece they wanted to really show off. Yeah, because like Uncharted's all about set pieces, so they gotta have some crazy ones in there. But I wonder sometimes when effects are getting prepared for movies, if they're like if you get done you get one you get one scene, pick it, and it's like oh well, mm-hmm. okay, we'll do the plane. That'll be the first trailer. Yeah, and then they just they finish it, and then they move on to another scene. That's just like you know. It's not like we're, you know, like being mm-hmm. secretive. Like that scene's not done. Like we have, we have nothing to show you for that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like it when stuff comes back. I can see them definitely trying like to one up the movie. Uh, yeah. So Mark Wahlberg is Sully. Tom Holland in the the, the central role. Yep. As Nathan Drake. Uh, I definitely. This is definitely another. Does not remind me at all of like Nathan Drake. This definitely have to be like even like a young Nathan Drake. This is gonna have to be like kind of a new right. character, new relationship, Very and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm down for it. He definitely doesn't have a mustache, but I don't hate Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg in the role. Am I nuts? No. I don't think you're nuts. I'm kind of into his vibe. I don't know. He's 50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm okay willing to give with him it. A shot. I'm okay, yeah. I'm willing to check it out. I love you seen this trailer. I'm watching it right now. Excellent. 
Nice. Uh, yeah. Sophia sent it to me earlier today, and her comment is like, they're just being themselves. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg right, are just right. being Tom yes. Holland and Mark they're Wahlberg. Play. Well, Tom Holland is being the amazing American version of himself, yes. which yes. he can pull American off so Tom eloquently. Um, he was a little more like a smart aleck kind of though, like Drake at some yeah, parts, yeah. like at the bar and stuff. And he definitely has a physicality. A lot of the flips and crazy mm-hmm. stuff you see him yeah. doing Spider-Man, he can do himself. So like, I'm sure he's having like an absolute blast. I found myself wondering if how many people he's going to kill. Because, like, that's <laughs> sure. the yeah. thing of the games is, like, you kill, like, 3,000 oh, people. Okay. Yeah, Seldy will probably kill a bunch of people, and then like, he'll come running in, like, you just killed, like, eight guys. Like, it was nothing. Yeah. He's like, look, you know. I hope they make a kid, joke out of it. When yeah, you're like, insured. Oh, sure. Like, well, you just killed so many people. Yeah. I can't believe what you did. I am totally down for whatever Antonio Banderas is going to do. Like, oh, I'm my just, God, just, he's a villain. Just, just it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I don't need it to tie to <laughs> yeah, anything whatever. in the story. I don't need this to, to bring any, you yeah, know, whatever. Uh, fill in any holes, any gaps in the timeline, possibly. Uh, they mentioned Sam twice. Yeah. I was surprised, yeah, about that. Setting that up for sequels or maybe the end of this. I don't know. And that's something that as a – I've played Uncharted 1. I've played Uncharted 4. I've never played 2 or 3 or finished 2 or 3. And I can I definitely just appreciated, like, from the timeline. Two is with, the best one. I know, with the, understand, with the understanding that – they, they weren't making Uncharted 1 being like, oh, yeah, you know, we're definitely going to... On 4 is when that's going to yes. finally come right. to fruition. Four, yes. It was just something that came out of the series. You know, like, mm-hmm. the Star Wars trilogy was the same way. They kind of made up a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff as they were going along. But now, looking back, I could see writers being like, oh, we can get into this yeah. the Sam business, yeah. teasing us with, quote, my brother Sam left one last clue. Did he die? What happened? Oh, no. <laughs> play Uncharted 4. Yeah. Know. Who, would, who would you want to play him? Troy Baker, Nolan North. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I want Nolan to be in here somewhere. I want oh, Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Like Nolan's cameo. working. He's with gotta him. have a cameo. He's, he's also a bartender at that place, you know. And it's just like, well, what if there's like a flashback please. to Drake when he's really young and his dad's there or something, and it's him? Oh, that'd be fun. How do we do? You know, we have spoken a lot about how huge the Mario movie is going to be. This is this right on Sony's channel. They definitely were like, oh, this mm-hmm. is Sony, you know, Sony Films, Sony Studios. Mm-hmm. You know, There's also a promo Studios. for like the PS5 remaster or whatever at the end. The oh, right, yeah. Coming to the PC. Too. Well, how much, if I'm just a PlayStation 5 owner that does not care about Uncharted and certainly does not care about this movie, how much of this am I going to be subjected to? Like, how many, you know, how many times am I going to turn on the PS5 and it's like, did you know? <laughs> be smart today? if they did, though. But I don't yeah, know. I'm sure. Maybe first, like the week it comes out or something, you'll see it there when you boot it up. These poor, these poor. I don't care. I just want to play my PlayStation. There's a lot of Brad. shit on there. Why are you harassing me about? with this movie nonsense? That's all. That's all it is. All those consoles have hey, stuff like as that. As long as it's not like you know, well, it won't be. But <laughs> remember, like Ratchet and Clank, because they have scenes from the movie. Right. Then you end up like with all these weird copyright issues anytime oh, somebody right. plays the game. Right. What exactly are you watching right now? Like, you know, the movie and game simultaneously. <laughs> How do we? What percentage of Mario's take for this animated film is this movie going to make? Like, how, oh. how, well, how well do you think this is going to blow up PlayStation Studios and Sony's effort with the, you know, to brandify or to movieify as many brands as possible? I would think it would do fairly well because, you know, it's just kind of a lighthearted mm-hmm. action movie in general. Mm-hmm. So as long as it doesn't look terrible, a lot of people are probably going to check it out even if they, they don't know the game's that well that's just like they recognize it you know it's, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's just kind of this crossover thing it's like oh i've heard uncharted is really good i'll watch the movie brad do you think there's going to be a lot of like 
holidays or like parents telling their kids, they're like, I saw the new Indiana Jones. And you're like, the what? And it's like the new one with the pirate ships. And you're like, Uncharted? Like, yeah, your dad liked it. And it's like, mom, that's a video game movie. Maybe. You watched a video game movie. I could see my like, dad. We have, did? I could see like, my dad yes. having a good time with it. My dad would be into it. Well, it just looks like a fun adventure oh, I think film. There's for sure a lot of people that like watch the Tomb Raider movies who do not care about the games whatsoever. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This definitely, yeah, ticks the Indiana Jones, the National Treasure boxes. Like, mm-hmm. It looks fun. I don't know. I dare say nothing is quite checked, that National Treasure box. Oh, my God. Nothing. <laughs> Ever since. I've been pining, pining for something, something to come close. They're working on a TV yeah. show. Why can I not remember the other character's name? From what? Not Nadine. The... Chloe? Chloe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was in it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she seemed, she seemed cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just have no, I don't, I'm not sure how much we're going to get of people being like, this isn't what I was expecting it to be or should have been. It's like, what a it's weird. It's exactly what I this expected is, it to be. It, it, he exudes, again, such indie, such James Bond vibes mm-hmm. that it's just like, you just yeah. find someone that can do it. You find someone who's willing to write a story mm-hmm. and then you have a good time. Mm-hmm. And in 20 years, if I'm watching another Uncharted trailer where he's flying out of a plane, it's like, yeah, cool, yeah. Know. Uncharted's fun. I'm really curious the moments, how, many, how much he'll talk to himself when he's doing stuff. Come oh on, yeah, sure. <laughs> Come on, you got this. Yeah. You got this, Neil. Let's go. For sure, he's. Good. I mean, there's. I mean, if we if we really put our minds to it, there's, sadly, there's no love and respect question. I bet we could write the dumbest references. Like, and if we have really, you know, took a solid two hours, mm-hmm. like he hands Nate something, and he's just like, "Hey, you know, take this back with you." And he's like, "Where am I going to put this? Mm-hmm. My pockets are full. Like, how am I going to? Yeah, how do you expect me to carry twenty objects at the same time to bring yep. it back? Womp womp. Um, but I'm excited. Okay. Seems it seems like we have lukewarm enthusiasm, but nobody's necessarily jumping out of their chair. I Granted, mean, we don't have Huber here. And I don't he know. Probably last be time I jumped uncharted. out of my chair for a movie. For a movie? Yeah. Period. Fair. Fair. What about a video game? I mean, all the time. Pretty like, I want to say once a year, but it's not true. <laughs> Maybe once every two years. Like Elden Ring, I'm gonna flip my chair over and break a window. I'll do the same for Breath of the Wild too, but. What about Splinter Cell, Brad? Mm, no, you get excited. I'm Splinter excited Cell? for fans. Okay. I don't have a. I've like barely played any Splinter Cell, so I don't have a a good idea of the series. I, I just I just remember back in the day it was on Xbox. I didn't have an Xbox, so I didn't really play him. It's on PS2 and GameCube as yeah, well. Yeah, but later, like I was playing no, Metal Gear. Day and date. Oh, was it? I always thought it was Xbox first. No, they were. Uh, well, I picked Metal Gear. I was yeah. like, well, I can I'm, I'm spending my money in Metal Gear. Metal Gear started earlier. Splinter Cell was kind of okay. the, you know, the Ubisoft answer. Why to was it Metal so Gear. focused on Xbox? Then? Because that was the actual good version. Oh, okay. Um, You're kind of blowing my mind too. I, I always associate that. Yeah, well, but no, I mean, the, well, gr- the green box, I, the green I, eyes. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a. I had yeah. all three of those games on GameCube, uh, and they even had the, they even used the. Uh, uh, Game Boy connection thing. Oh my god, they did? Yeah. So there were times <laughs> where uh, either my wife or I would be playing the main screen and the other one would be spotting them with the Game Boy because you'd use like a radar or whatever. Oh man, that's uh, funny. So, but once the third one came out, um, I I decided to do like this kind of like side-by-side article of mm-hmm. like, because uh, I had an Xbox at that point. I don't think I had an Xbox when the first two came out. Uh, I did like a side by side of the GameCube versus the Xbox versions, and they were just so amazingly different that I, I literally like took all of my Splinter Cell games to GameStop, traded them in, and got Xbox <laughs> versions. 
Well, was it like there were different games actually to an extent? It, to an extent. Like there were whole sections of levels that were just okay, not so it was, in yeah, there. That's the day of those or, kind of ports. Yeah. And, or like you would walk into a room and there'd be this like whole like really cool lit scene and on Xbox and then GameCube would just be like a black wall. Damn. Um, and, and the PlayStation version was like exactly the same. Yeah. Like they basically copied and pasted those two. But yeah, there was like... The Xbox version and then yeah, whatever else. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Got it. Uh, when was Blacklist? Do you remember off the top of your head? What year? 2012? 13. Eight years. Okay. Close. Tis has been since we've gotten uh, a, a, a decent split, a big, mm-hmm. what we would call just a splinter cell. Apparently one's in production. Uh, Video Games Chronicles reporting that one uh, is in development. Somebody finding out something that Ubisoft doesn't want people to find out is not that surprising to me. Right. So if you just come at me and say some other Ubisoft thing got leaked, I'm you know probably programmed to believe you right away. But mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of the day, who knows? And at the end of the day, I don't know if anyone should be excited about this. Okay. Or if necessarily. I got this comes with like a lot of stuff. Okay. A new Splinter Cell. But now we're talking about U- modern Ubisoft right now. It's right. like. What the hell are they doing with like a lot of their IPs? Like, what are you doing with Ghost Recon? Like, what the hell are you making right now? You're making shit no one wants. <laughs> and I feel like they're gonna do something stupid with that with Splinter Cell. Right. Like, it's so easy to get a home run with this game. You don't even have to make an amazing Splinter Cell. Right. Just make a good or a well, great that, one, and people will be happy. That's the difficulty, Brad, because Blacklist was that game that was actually really good. It really fits, you know, Splinter Cell universe yeah. really well. It just, they marketed it so badly, and then people were just sort of out, and anyone that actually played the game, yeah, played was the like, oh, it's cool. was like, oh, yeah, this is great, but the, the sales weren't there. Don't be yeah. stupid. So if the sales weren't there, then what is Ubisoft going to do with a new game? Well, They're going to try to reinvent it and yes. do something bizarre? Digging back through uh, interviews with even like a bunch of other people at Ubisoft, like a lot of them said, you know, as you know, gently as he could, that some of the studios are kind of scared of the brand. Like they're just like, right. eh, no I don't know if that's something I really it. want to invest my whole company in to work on that. If again, people are just in a, you know not in a good mood to receive it or expecting it to be we, one thing or another. No one's in a good mood with any of their stuff they're releasing, though. I mean, we need specifics here, but we got the VR game that's exclusive to Oculus. It was announced in September 2020, so Splinter Cell's working on that. We got. Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which launched for mobile with the Splinter Cell brand, was uh, heavily involved in. Uh, unfortunately, the servers servers were shut down two weeks ago, <laughs> so that made it a little over a year. So you, when you say that they might potentially do dumb things with Splinter Cell, they've already done several of them in the last couple years. That's what I'm saying. Years, They're so. going to keep doing dumb shit. Jones, yeah. I'm not even like a big Splinter Cell fan, but uh, I'm upset. They put, I'm upset how they're treating this series. They put those goggles and everything, too. They just like tease you with the goggles. It's just, yeah, it's so stupid. It's a good arc, though. I think about like Tomorrow Never Dies, where like they, like, <laughs> or no, no, it's uh, Die Another Day, where they like get Bond, and then there's like torturing yeah. him, and then like finally breaks out, you know? And it's it's like, just like, <laughs> so this is the perfect day and age to come, bring back a friend franchise that people loved and it'll probably be one of the best selling ones ever look at like resident evil 7 that game came out a while ago and it's one of the highest selling resident evil games ever it's because they did what people wanted actually yeah do what people want actually ubisoft don't do some random bullshit 7 was a pretty it was it was different blood but it was slow paced and much more focused instead of fucking action with a helicopter crashing in the middle of china (laughs) running from it what exploding cars what what could they do to um, 
not necessarily like you know like minutia type stuff. You know, as a Splinter Cell fan, like could Splinter Cell become a first person shooter? Like could do, you know is uh, my favorite thing is the Spies versus Mercs as one of the yeah. coolest multiplayer mm. modes I've ever yeah, played. Yeah, they in did a good game. job with that in Blacklist as well. But yeah. I wanted Mercenaries to come back, and the one Mercenaries in Village was like, eh, you know, so like mm-hmm. I don't know what how risky they can get, and how I many mean, ways they can go. Look, look over the aisle. Look at Hitman. Like you know, like stealth is a hard genre to mm-hmm. do well and to be successful with, and Hitman is doing it. Yes, <laughs> you, you know? can do and, it. And honestly, like some of that stuff is a little tricky because Hitman can get goofy and Splinter Cell really can't. Um, but I think that there's a lot of lessons to learn from what Hitman is doing, and I think um, you know the contracts and stuff yeah. where you can kind of create yeah. your own missions and share them. Like I think that can help. Um, I, I definitely think there's room. Um, but yeah, I, I think it takes something like that where you can design a level in a way that you are not just fail and repeat, fail and repeat, fail and repeat. I think that's the thing people don't want in stealth anymore is just to like be on a track and then have to repeat 10 minutes of stuff when they screw up. Mm-hmm. Um, so there needs to be sort of that, that sort of give and take and multiple solution kind of approach to it. I tell you what Hitman does that I don't need Splinter Cell to do that I'm kind of tired of in like spy movies in general is just this whole lone wolf. You know, we're cut off. You know, mm-hmm. they we get no funding. It's just us. It's mm-hmm. like, or you could have funding. That's also fun. Like, it's right. also neat to have a huge department that's totally behind you and giving you resources and helping you as much as possible. And That's what's always know. fun in the James Bond movies. It's like, okay, how's he going to get fired or quit right. or be on the run in this right. one? <laughs> Judy right. Dan, she's just like, I trusted you. And just like, well, I did what was necessary. And it's like, you said the last... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember all the plot details, but Splinter Cell has definitely gone through those <laughs> those motions as well. And got hung up on his daughter for a long time. I remember that mm-hmm. was yeah. like a big, you know, his grief and you know, how, how that tied into everything else. Which again, I'm not playing these games. Uh, Double Agent, I think, was the last one I really invested in and loved it. Double Agent has some very, very cool, you know, cinematic story moments that you, like, you get to control. I mean, we're in such an age where you could just pitch a reboot or like a remake of the first game. And that could sell well, mm. really well. Just point to all the games that are doing and have done it well. That's all you got to do. Mm. Just remake the first game. People will be happy. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> That's Blood it. Certainly That's down. it. No objections from Blood. Like they're doing Dead Space. Yeah. Right. Hopefully, once uh, X Defiant has run its course, maybe they can put oh some more resources on X Defiant. Um, which hell, you know. Man. Ghost Recon and Division are in that, but also Splinter. I'm so glad I'm not like invested in any of those franchises. Sure. I'm just imagining like that happened to something I loved. Yeah. Like I mean, we kind of see the Castlevania sometimes. Right, but right, it's right. Like, no, why are you doing this? Yeah, Ghost Recon fans. At least you get weird Ghost Recon games to enjoy. We got to play the old ones on well, Switch. Well, we get uh, our Apple Arcade ones. That That's true. Tra- well, yeah, we've yet to see the fine details of that. But uh, I'm optimistic. I just don't know. I mean, who knows if this is actually? True. You can only Again, go up. Rumor, I want to say, quote, being led by a studio outside of its traditional Montreal base. Cool. Interesting. Who knows? Yeah, so it's all new take then, yeah. I, this is always a fun conspiracy theory that publishers or developers have like intentional leaks, you know, where they like, they drop Mm. something out there just to see. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's happened sometime. I don't know how prevalent it is. I'm getting to the point where I believe Ubisoft has like an entire (laughs) wing of people who are literally just like, well, we are putting a little bit of funding into a Splinter Cell, but like it might be fun to just like, you know, get Mm -hmm. that get that word out there, see what happens, you know, see if people are like angry about it for some reason, because Ubisoft seems to be shocked. Like they seem to be like people didn't want to play Elite Squad. You don't want X Defiant. Like (laughs) maybe they need a little bit of you know, maybe this does need to leak to like get the good vibes out there. Yeah. 
We do know that they can't keep a secret. No, they can't. But they can't. I mean, it's, Ubisoft cannot. It's getting cannot. ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess Mario. No, even Mario Rabbids was. Yeah, yeah. they the, leaked a whole PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, yeah. On that so one. everything gets leaked from them. Everything. <laughs> we thought that was fake. It was like an insane. The PowerPoint. sequel, though, I don't think we knew about. But you know, it's but like it's kind true. of a foregone conclusion. True, right? Hey, yeah, they're hard workers over Ubisoft. They want to be the best. You know, nobody leaks stuff before they leak their own stuff. That's true. <laughs> A lot happened this week. Hard to believe DC Fandom was in between the last, right, yeah. uh, now and the last time we did the podcast. Sure. Um, there's some exciting stuff to talk about it. I'll get through the fun highlights. Quote from them, their press release. 66 million views worldwide to date from the streaming event. Available to fans in 12 languages in over 220 countries. It was trending number one on Twitter for eight hours in the U.S. Trended in the top 50 in 53 countries around the world. On DCFandom.com and over 50 live streams across multiple social platforms, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, around the world, with hundreds of other outlets rebroadcasting. Who are they bragging about these numbers to? They didn't sell yeah. ads on it, did Investors. they? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, where's my Marvel fandom, right? right? They're the only ones doing something like this. When you're on top, you don't have to brag. <laughs> on top of what? No, that's not the true. Market, a lot, a lot of people do the numbers game, but it's just, yeah, it's just I just don't yeah. know who it's for. Yeah, It's for investors. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, it's for all the people who don't believe in DC movies anymore, probably. <laughs> I enjoyed what I saw of it. I was happy when we finally got to see Gotham Knights, which was the one we were waiting for. Yes. Yeah, Suicide Squad, Suicide first. Squad. Um, We did our reactions to that. So we have talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm curious right now, what out of the two would you like to talk about first? Like, what are those two big games that we saw? Um, yes, Injustice was there. Yes, DC League well, of Super Pets was there. But between... Uh, Kill the Justice League and Gotham Knights, what like bumped up a little further in your estimation? Are you like a little more curious about now or do you think it'll so, be better? With Gotham Knights, I was kind of surprised. It all seemed single player from what we saw. And I remember that game being co-op. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like everything we saw was a character like somewhere by themselves, really. It was like a real enemy type. Right. They weren't type focusing trailer. on playing together or anything like that. Not at all. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised about that. Like I could be wrong, but I thought that game was going to have loot, too, or something like that. Like, a live service kind of thing where you're getting loot or whatever. They're kind of being like, oh, we'll, we'll go into those details, like, specifically, right. like, how you buy, how you make them look different, and, and how you... They didn't yeah, show any of that. ...get stronger. Like, oh. Is this, like, Destiny? Is this, like, how's this... Like, well, it, it, is, it is weird because they walked back, because last year they did show some gameplay. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. this time, it was this just going to focus on It was like, story. hey, we know you like Court of Owls. Here's right. some Court of Owls stuff. Yeah. And last time they were like, hey, we know you like Court of Owls. Wait for more stuff. Yeah, wait like, till next they, year. They very right. intentionally mm-hmm. were like. Well, they had that whole behind the scenes thing on Court of Owls this time. Like, just really, like, yeah. you know, introduce people to where this came from and all of that. Both same year, also? Yeah. I'm Both surprised about. Next year. I don't know I have, if that. I'm sure that'll change, probably. Which I have doubts in is an interesting I move have for. doubts, but. Very surprising. Yeah, that they would do that. Could these overshadow each other? Obviously, not going to happen. Probably close to each other. Yeah, if they do, it is weird. It is weird for them to introduce two four-player Batman story games, two ecosystems, two economies to kind of like spend some time with. Like, well, Suicide at the end of the year, which one? I don't. I don't know how much like economy there is in general, but because I know Suicide Squad for sure. But even you know, if, yeah, having you know, still room for hesitation. But they say that you can play that whole game single player. Yeah, and it will you know be a good time. <laughs> we haven't seen what it's like when you play it still. Right, right. I want like I really want to know what it's like when you play that game. Yeah, like still nothing. Like it was so, cool. The trailer was cool. Right. I liked what I saw. Right, like fighting the Justice League and Flash Gordon. That that's all really cool stuff to us. But it's like, see, see what it's like when you're actually playing a little bit. 
I want to know. I think it would be fun to have Justice League characters as boss battles. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's I mean, that's that's a, yeah. I think that's kind of what we saw. I think yeah, those, right. that's in, what we did see. Those introductions, especially Green Lantern was yeah. doing like the Kojima staircase. Like, mm-hmm. let's do this. Um, so I think that's really neat. The uh, uh, Wonder Woman kind of like people have spotted like is fighting, fighting with everybody, Superman, especially yeah. Superman. Like has a really cool like blocks like the eye blast like with the inside of her shield. Um, uh, but uh, still, yeah. So Brad, if you if we you wanted to see maybe you know more gameplay of Suicide Squad and there was more of a focus on the story from uh, Court of Owls stuff from mm-hmm. uh, Gotham Knights. What to, what are, what are you more excited about at the end of the day? I'm more excited about Suicide Squad, I guess, just because it's Rocksteady, and yeah. I know they make great games. Um, it's part of that continuation. Yeah, it's Gotham like, Knights has this weird, like, alternate yeah, know, universe take. Less so. invested in it. Like, obviously, we love Batman the most, but it's like, this is the continuation. Mm-hmm. Well, we love Batman. Batman's dead. Batman's dead. They don't got, they don't got the he's balls total, to kill Batman. He's totally dead. And it's really sad. And I'm going to be sad the whole time. It's <laughs> not... I also like Suicide Squad. I thought it was sweet. I actually, yeah. it's it's funny. I'm of course I'm dying to see how that plays, especially like are there um, co-op moves? Can I like that's what grab I was talking about? The chemistry of these like, characters is just so important, right? And um, see how they interact. But Wait. I I was even surprised Suicide Squad was there. Like I could just see the it's just classic rock city. You'd be like, no, nah, man. Bye. Have a fun fan. We're going to go make for the a game. Long time. Yeah. That's what they do. Long <laughs> they, time. They take their sweet time. Well, yeah. and tonally too, they have such a you know, an uphill battle, right? Because mm-hmm. Suicide Squad has to be kind of funny and jokey and, you know, and some people aren't necessarily into that and mm-hmm. it's really easy to get wrong yep, it and is. it can, you know, go from being entertaining to being really annoying. And so, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's got a lot to prove, but like you're saying, being... Being rock steady, being yeah. part of the like Arkham they get thing. that universe yeah. a lot. So oh sure, they clearly care. Except and I Arkham think, Knight. and I think it seems like they're getting a huge kick out of like turning all of them into villains. I told Huber like one shot that I loved was it was a screenshot I think that you shared later. It was Flash looking down Deadshot's like rifle, mm-hmm. and I think Deadshot probably had Flash in his sights, and Flash like you know just like zoomed yep. around. Yeah, and I can't, yeah, like I'm I'm even if it's kind of dumb, I'm curious like how do you fight the flash like how do you yeah with and they say kill the players how far are they yeah actually take i'm that? curious about how some of these boss battles are gonna go yeah i think i think it's the hardest thing <laughs> it's just the title just no you're not you're not <laughs> gonna yeah. kill any like, come on where's batman and all this but like yeah. I, correct me if i'm wrong is suicide squad as a brand like doing okay right now Seems uh, to be. I guess. Yeah. The James like maybe not, movie was good. Yeah, maybe not yeah, Guardians Hawk, but like, but did he, it do well financially? I think King I don't Shark know. played well. King I think awesome. like going into this, but we yeah. had no idea who. I mean, I I was you know I didn't know very a lot about, about him. him. Um, I thought I knew yeah, all my animal funny, characters, but it was funny because I had never heard of uh, Captain Boomerang or King Shark before last year's trailer, uh-huh. and then they were in the new movie. It's like, oh yeah, those guys, cool. Right. <laughs> like, Oh, you didn't see the first one. Good. Oh, uh, boy, I, that's... I did. Were they in the Boom first Ring, one? Yes. Boomerang's in the first one. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's a the lot. first one. I <laughs> saw like the first one in a weird yeah. way. It was like playing on the TV. No like, one. None of us saw it in the right way. Blood. I don't from know. 
like yeah. it wasn't the center of attention, center. right? And it it's out. like I saw like the first or the last half of it, and then it repeated, and I saw the first half of it. So it was yeah. just bizarre. But he seems super fun in this game. Deadshot's a character that I love. Mm-hmm. Ranged, it's like it's, you know, instant sell for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think King Shard's you know working really well from this trailer. I think Harley's in a great place and kind of always has been. Mm-hmm. But especially this is like this is our Harley. You know, this is the Harley mm-hmm. that we you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, in some universe. cases got to play as in some yeah. like in some of the DLC in the Arkham series. Um, and so I yeah I just. It's a game that's so easy for me to forget about, but watching that trailer was like, whoa, this could be mm-hmm. a big, be big, 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 yeah. big deal. And uh, we're seeing more of it than I thought. But there's also DC League of Super Pets. This is Crypto the Super Dog and Ace the Bat Hound. This is Superman's Dog and Batman Dog. 2022, this is based off of the movie. And this is coming from Outright Games, which also worked on Peppa Pig, yeah. oh. Jumanji, oh. Adam's Family, Spirit, and Paw Patrol. Yes, the horse Spirit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they, uh, they're they kind of the uh, the licensed game factory right Got now. Got it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Getting paid, baby. But it's just they were talking about the two big games that were at the DC Fandom. I'm like, two big games? I was insulted. Plus, there well, was the this int- was a DC Fandom Kids, a totally separate the broadcast table. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the small. Yeah. The kids table. <laughs> Plus, here we are just, just pulling, just rolling the dice. Every single clip. Is it going to be, you know, Gotham Knights? Is it going to be Gotham Knights? And then, bam, Jeff Keighley out of nowhere. Yeah. Sitting in a chair like he does in a hotel room somewhere, mm-hmm. talking with Ed Boon and uh, Justin Harley, who plays Superman in the Injustice movie. Um, but neat to see Ed Boon being like, "What the hell am I doing here?" Because we just made a game, but yeah. then kind of like Aliens versus Predator. It's just like something you know, an idea will be good enough. The Suicide Squad movie did make double its budget, so not great. Oh, the new Suicide Squad movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I didn't it think it did well. during times of COVID, so. Did all right. For yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's like I, they just had the new trailer for the Aquaman movie. They're spending a lot of money over there on a lot of crazy TV shows and movies. So. And was that one on HBO? If I yes, yeah, I think it was. So I'm sure yes. it did great on there. Oh yeah, any time that they put them both out at the same time, yeah, it's gonna totally so screw up did, the numbers. If it did that well in theaters, it actually probably did great. I remember them complaining about it though, financially for the theaters. So. Mm. I mean, yeah, I don't know if it came in together with HBO Max or whatever, but like when they're openly complaining about it not doing well, it's kind of a bummer. And now, a word from our sponsors. The best way to think about therapy is through a bunch of analogies. We get oil changes for our cars to prevent bigger issues down the road. We see the doctor and go to the gym to take care of our bodies to prevent injury and disease. We do chores regularly, some of us, to avoid a messy house. Going to therapy is like all of the above. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Easy Allies listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash allies. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash allies. I've gotten a lot out of therapy over the years. If you get a lot out of this, that will make me happy. Thank you for supporting them and the podcast. There's a specialist for just about everything, right? When my car breaks down, I go to a mechanic. There's a theme going here. When there's a problem with my shower, I call a plumber. So when you want to get your uneven, crooked teeth fixed, you see an orthodontist. They're the specialists. And that's what sets Candid, the invisible, comfortable, and removable aligners above the rest. While poorly reviewed or insanely priced clear aligner companies, insanely priced, use general, like, like cackling to themselves. 
Candid only works with orthodontists, not general dentists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you or do everything from the comfort and convenience of your own home. Young Brandon was looking for these breakthroughs as a child, but had to put up with poor technology and poor organization would have died if this was a possibility back back in the day. The average candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then. It costs thousands less than traditional braces. And with your aligner treatment, you get candid's teeth whitening for free. Candid can help you get the straighter, brighter smile you've always wanted. Right now, you can save $75 on your Candid starter kit when you get started from home, or you can book an appointment at, can at a Candid studio near you today. Go to candidco.com slash easyallies and use code easyallies. That's candidco.com slash easyallies, code easyallies. Take advantage of this limited time, off time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. Candidco.com slash easyallies, code easyallies. Buddy Bloodworth to back me up on this one. The holidays are right around the corner. If you want to help prepping for your parties and family get-togethers, all while supporting a more sustainable local food system, check out Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is a grocery delivery service offering an entire line of sustainable groceries that taste delicious and reduce waste. Make a difference in our food system, embrace the natural imperfections, and get your groceries delivered weekly with Imperfect Foods. Did you know? In the last year, 35% of the food supply went unsold or uneaten in the U.S. Imperfect Foods is working to turn it, uh, to turn this around by sourcing foods that would otherwise fall through the cracks of our food system. I found out about Imperfect Foods a long time ago. Man, is super stoked on it. And it makes sense. Like, you can imagine, like, a lot of people are going to sell foods. They're just like, oh, this thing's ugly, but it's totally edible, and I'm chopping all of this up anyway, and yeah. it's going to go into a salad or whatever. So it makes sense, and you have... Yeah. It's on the way. We've yet to we've yet to taste the offerings. I yeah, mean, I the have box before, arrived but... on my way here, uh, but I went through the whole process and and yeah. So it's it's interesting because one of the things they do to like save on fuel and all that kind of thing is like for your area they have a set delivery day. So they like, deliver to a whole bunch of people in the same area, and so they they give you kind of like an automatically filled out cart. And you kind of go through there and it's like, okay, I don't need garlic this week and take that out. And like, okay, avocado's good. Maybe I'll add another avocado. And you kind of go through all that. And then you can, you know, go through their whole catalog uh, and look through things. And what's interesting is that not for everything, but for uh, some of the things they actually show why it's in, in the sure, list. So yeah. it'll say like, oh, this was printed wrong or the sizes of these chocolate covered almonds are like, you know, they're not what people normally expect. Some of them are smaller and some of them are larger. Just, you know, they but they give you like just a little clue. And then, yeah, once you've got it all set up, they give you like, yeah, like for us, it was like Monday. They tell you that your your cart's available and then you kind of edit it and figure out what you want in it by Tuesday. And then they deliver it on Thursday. Um, and yeah. And so I've not actually checked out the box yet, but there was stuff on there that was like, oh, hey. That's cool. I like I like those chips, and there is some drinks that actually our store stopped stocking. Nice. And so win. my wife was you know happy to see those and yeah. grab those. So nice. It's a really nice service. It makes a ton of sense. And again, my wife and I have used it a bunch of times, so she was happy about that. I think I like shouted it from my office. I was like, "Perfect foods." 
Um, visit imperfectfoods.com to see if they deliver in your area. Once you sign up, you can personalize your weekly grocery order with fresh seasonal produce, pantry staples, and yummy snacks. Plus, your order will arrive on the same day each week. On average, Imperfect Foods customers save six to eight pounds of food from lesser outcomes with every order. And unlike on-demand delivery companies, Imperfect delivers weekly by neighborhood, a unique model that produces 25 to 75% fewer emissions than individual trips to the grocery store. Plus, say goodbye to packaging guilt. Imperfect Foods is the only national grocery delivery company that makes it easier to return your packaging after every order. Right now, Imperfect Foods is offering our listeners 20% off your first four orders when you go to imperfectfoods.com and use promo code ALLIES. Again, 20% off your first four orders. That's up to an $80 value at imperfectfoods.com. Offer code when you use promo code ALLIES. Imperfectfoods.com and use ALLIES. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. I mean, I could talk about Batman and the Suicide Squad and the Justice League for a long time, but we got to get to Animal Crossing eventually, oh. which I'm also excited about. Um, and uh, Blood was on hand for. Yeah. And t- there were a lot of, you know, come for your Animal Crossing, stay for your ho- lightning hot uh, expansion pack $50 year-long debate. Well, the weird thing is, <laughs> it's like, what right, is we were there the for that whole presentation, but the, like, the big news <laughs> yeah. was actually after we And we totally missed them. it. I was like, yeah. oh, look, the expansion pack. Like, hey, Genesis Games, I like those, whatever. And then we just left like the reactions. And then later <laughs> it was like, oh, wait. Because I don't think they dropped the price they totally in st- the thing. I think the price I was wonder. afterwards. In the, well, I remember seeing 50 bucks. They, I remember knowing that. They did the weird I was not thing in this later. that they've done in the past when they were doing the bundles where it's like, hey, great deal. You can get this and online for the same exact price that you would get them both separately, but you can just buy them together for some reason. And like that's how they revealed the price for the expansion, kind of? Well, they, exp- they they said the price of the expansion in the Direct, but they didn't say the expansion pack. They just said it was Got included it. with the expansion pack for the Nintendo Switch Online service. So for anyone not following, to do a very quick recap, a lot of stuff is happening in Animal Crossing, but they have a paid, their very first paid DLC, which will be $25, but for 50 bucks, you get that expansion pack, plus access to online, plus the Nintendo 64 games, plus the, the Genesis games. 80 bucks for an eight-account family option. And they just whoop, they just kind of snuck that in there. After showing a lot of cool stuff, there's a lot of free cool stuff that is happening to Animal Crossing. And we have talked about this. I was on Friend Code in the yeah. last episode. No, there's um, been a lot of talk about the whole, the pricing of it in particular and, you know, whether or not it's worth it. It's like, and it's it's a weird thing because it's all, it's so extremely subjective. Uh, right. You know, because like when I just look at like the service itself and what it gets you, you know, in terms of, you know, 15 or whatever many N64 games and however, you know, many Genesis games and as well as this Animal Animal Crossing expansion, like objectively, like, okay, sure, that's probably worth 30 bucks, but it's an expansion pack to a thing that costs 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. And that immediately makes it weird. Yes. (laughs) Because the main thing being less expensive than the the booster pack or whatever. Yeah. Like, it it just screws with your head too badly. Oh, yeah. And then then the other other problem, uh, well, there's several problems. The next problem (laughs) is that the the main service you can buy monthly. If you're just going to play Smash Brothers for a weekend with your friends, you can can get that for a month. Mm -hmm. If I just want to jump on there and play Majora's Mask... Well, the only way I can do that is to pay $30 for a year. Right. 
that's the only game that I want to play. That's yeah. it. That's, right. that's, that's the option. You know, right. there's no way to buy that permanently. And then the and then and then you go on top of that. So it's like okay, thirty bucks for first year makes sense. Thirty bucks for year two, probably not gonna be make any sense whatsoever. Right. Because there's no like we've seen the pattern, right? There's a limited number of games that they can put in these services, mm-hmm. and so year two is just going to be lesser. They're putting all the big hitters up front. There will be maybe a couple of cool games, maybe a couple of things that were like Japan only. Maybe they'll put the freaking if they put the F Zero X like sixty four DD expansion pack yeah, into this sick. thing, well. that'd be great. But that would be like. Probably the biggest thing that happens in year two. Yeah. And I'll have like three or four other games. Yeah, like <laughs> one I would be sick, I guess. But nearly impossible. Yeah. yeah. And apparently if you Was don't buy Happy Home, Home Paradise on its own and you get it as part of the expansion pack and you stop paying for the expansion pack, you lose access to Happy Home Paradise. You right. lose access to going to, right, to do the, the archipelago. Oh. The stuff yeah. that you've already brought you back to your island you right. keep. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, that's weird as hell. I have not yeah. gotten. I reached out to Nintendo. I have not gotten an answer. Oh, what happens to people in your town, secondary players? Because my my wife is in in my Animal Crossing town, but she doesn't have any need for a Switch Online account. Right. So if I have a Switch Online account and she plays the game, can she access that content or not? I don't know yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't know. I who you're talking. To. Right, right. I don't know either. They probably don't know. And I've I've. I've, I found that out about PR. A lot of times they don't actually know the answers. They're just giving the info. They're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. So um, is the thinking here that a bunch of future paid DLCs will be included yes. in the expansion? Yes, that is my thing. Yes. That Splatoon, is, probably Zelda, Because like, it doesn't make sense otherwise. Because I, I think that's why it's called the expansion pack. So do you think yeah. most of their games are going to have an expansion pack from now on? Most first-party games? I think, I think part of this thing is, is that... You know, they, they can only do free updates to so many games to right. and justify it so much, right? But then you look at something like Smash Brothers or Mario Kart that, you know, they are going to make mm-hmm. paid expansions for and they are going to support it for a longer term. But you kind of, it's almost sort of like that benefit with Game Pass to where you see a lot of people checking out games that they don't ordinarily do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same thing happens with expansions. Like, mm-hmm. just so few people mm-hmm. that actually will purchase. An expansion, you know, the, even if they own the game, but if they can pay, you know, this extra amount and they just get access to all of them, then sure. But it, like, it's at this point, it's almost theoretical because Nintendo hasn't said that's what they're going to do. It's just sort of yeah, self-evident assume. from Animal Crossing that that seems to be. <sighs> yeah, it'd been really cool if they're like, well, these are old, but. You get the Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC. You right. get the all the Smash Fighter packs included. I think the problem is, is like we were saying about losing access in Animal Crossing, that's something that has to be patched into yeah. those games yeah. to work that way. And some games, they just might not, right? Like yeah, with Breath of the true. Wild, like how do you like disable those hooks once you've gotten that stuff? There's, yeah, it, that's It probably wouldn't work. Do you, do you think the meteoric rise of Animal Crossing, you know, on the Switch breaking all those records, do you think that kind of pushed them to, to having the confidence to do this? Or do you think they were trying to solve this expansion pack problem that you were just, describing? Um, I don't know. It's it's strange. Well, it's strange, for one, that they're putting the free and the paid at the same time. Mm-hmm. I do think that, yeah, the the paid expansion is actually... 
it answers the question of what they they had I think an issue with last go around with having these Animal Crossing side games that not everybody was interested in, and so you know I didn't I didn't pick up Happy Home Designer. It didn't seem worth right. my while. What was the board game one again? Oh gosh, God, the board game was so bad, so bad. But if you hook it into you know mm-hmm. your progress and everything else from the main game, then it suddenly like somehow becomes more appealing, even if it's essentially the same thing. I think they're just trying to make their online better and more appealing. Period. Because like, no offense, they're getting killed. Well, that's like, the thing, though, Brad. They're not doing anything, <laughs> not doing anything about anything. the service. Exactly. You're not like, getting better service. They're trying for $30. to, but it's like you're not making it better. Your actual <laughs> online service. Like, you didn't need you, the voice chat. Like, app still? Right. It's like, that's the most Nintendo thing ever. The prospect of playing a lot of 64 games. Yeah. Multiplayer is exciting. Your co-op is exciting. Yeah, that is. But it's like that's how, super cool. But, but again, how is... But I don't give a shit about Animal Crossing. I don't care about it. <laughs> right. I would love if I could just pay $10 more right. or whatever get in 64 games of Genesis. But I think you look at the sales numbers for Animal Crossing, and I think it blows past. I don't care about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, it, it get, you get to a point where you're like, enough people do. Like, it's a crazy, right. crazy amount. Oh, of course. Record-breaking yeah. amount of people. So I, I, I can't help but think there was a meeting where they said, "Oh, neat! What are, what big yeah. expansion pack are they going to have?" And somebody in the room was like, "No, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to that that crazy idea we have for an expansion pack. We will package it with this, and then so it's what everyone wants and doesn't about want at the same time." Rollout of their games too, like you're talking about N64 rollout. Like, what are you going to do? Right. That's going to be like a crazy hit. Like Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, awesome games. Majora's Mask is coming. Mario 64 on there, but it's like. Well, you already like have Sin and Punishment on you already really have cool. Mario sixty four on the Switch. Yeah, I know right? you have it on everything. <laughs> I th- th- and I think that's the other issue. Well, you it's have to like buy it every time games, or rent it or some again, stupid th- thing. The subjectiveness of it is like the games on their own are worthwhile. Yes, like you've gotten Incredible multiple games. of you know some of the greatest yeah. games of all time. Yeah. in that list, just a starter list, right? And but we bought them on N sixty four. We bought them on the Wii. We upgraded them on the Wii U, yeah. and then Nintendo's like, eh. we're starting over. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I have like 400 games. Especially so. On the virtual console like from game buy, trailers, you, and I cannot you buy, play them on anything. You buy other your than games a Wii U. on PSN Blood or your Xbox, and it's like, it's going to work on the next systems. That's mm-hmm. just the way it is now. And it's like, Nintendo, I have no idea. I can't even buy the damn game, I have to rent it. Right, and that's the other thing. It's like, well, if I invest in this now, is it going to even be compatible with the next system? It, yeah. Am I just throwing money away, you know? <laughs> They're so annoying, but they have such awesome games. They got leverage. I know, it's so, un- it's so annoying. But like, at the same time, it's like, you, you yeah. know, it's like Sin and Punishment, for instance. It's like, it's like sweet! You you you'd have to you'd probably have to pay like eighty dollars yeah. to get a cartridge. Like that's an that's such a cool if, pick to if add it's in that there. Cheap. Yeah, but it's like, dude, like if I didn't cover games for a living, like I probably wouldn't buy this. Right. Like, oh, eh, right. Meh. Like Pocket Time. Oh, like, well, the things. funny thing is, Brad is because I think it was all just such it's all discombobulated so because they, they we talked about the controllers coming out mm-hmm. you know and then like i wanted to check out this n64 controller and then we're like oh of course i'm gonna you know jump in mm-hmm. but then when there wasn't a monthly plan i was like uh, oh well this is awkward now because i've ordered a controller but i'm not sure that i want to pay for the yearly yeah. plan but it's the only thing i'm going to use this controller for like how crazy <laughs> just like, complete the process like, blood it, like how could like 
you could get Game Pass for a month or whatever. And right. Just play whatever the hell you want for a month and you're good. But this is like, no, you're locked yeah. in. Yeah, that, it's like, like a I, cell phone contract, I'm man. I'm weirdo them specifically only on the Game Pass monthly because if I if I have a month or two where I think like you know what I'm not going to play any of those games, yeah. I can cancel it. Yeah, you know, but I got to be honest, I'm surprised this conversation's gone this far because after we did the reactions and I surfaced and was like, wait, what happened? They had a price amount of what? That's what I'm it saying. It, was it wasn't like, there. Oh, we would have talked about right. this in the reactions. The specifics, yeah. yeah. And then I checked like later and I was like, oh. Yeah, Nintendo's just overpriced. It's mm-hmm. just like what they do. So, um, yeah, I'm surprised. But you see, I don't know. Thing, like even just, calling it overpriced, like it, it like uncomfortably it, priced, awkwardly priced. Yeah, awkwardly. Yeah, this, it, like the model weird. is super weird. It's a weird. Yeah, that's it. Because because you're spending money it's on really potentially confusing. a lot of things you don't. You don't want. have an option to do yeah. anything else. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. And I'm a dumb idiot because I I want online in Genesis and 64 and like yeah, Animal Crossing. Awesome. So it's well, like Genesis is extra, it's like is this extra my fault? weird because. <laughs> The Genesis Collection is out. You know, like we played the Genesis Collection not oh, that long so ago. Many, yeah. yeah so so you you throw that in there. It's like, well, that's cool, but I've got that already, and it upsets me <laughs> because it's overshadowing what is absolutely adorable content that's coming to this video game. Uh, what's coming to it exactly? Uh, I'll, give, brief I'll give you the so lightning. Much? I'll give you the lightning Sweet. fast yeah. free updates. All of the everything I'm about to say is totally free. Okay. Red. Brewster's Coffee Shop, Cap and Boat Rides will take you to crazy vine oh, islands cool. that have never been That's in the game cool. before. Harv's Island, which uh, you could just go to take pictures now, now has this whole backyard area, which is going to have Sahara, Reed, Reese, Cyrus, Tortimer, Harriet, Katrina, a bunch of old people that like would randomly pop up on your island. Now you can like go there and mm-hmm. I saw commit. Red in there. After yeah, you, Red yeah, being there is great. After That's you huge. spend a ton yeah. of money, to, but everybody's sitting on a bunch of money because we haven't had a lot of stuff to spend it on. You can grow vegetables, cook dishes. Uh, get a bunch of different exterior customization styles for your house. The, up, uh, they're boosting the storage from 2,400 to 5,000. You can oh. you can make that portable now, so you can put That's an nice. item anywhere on your island, so you don't have to go home. You can just run to this thing and open it up yeah. and get access to your storage. Um, island ordinances, which I'm excited about, so you can tell shops to open earlier, close later, oh. or p- just people in your town in general to like be more active at certain times of day. <laughs> yeah. Get to work. Ceiling elements, you can hang a bunch of crazy stuff now, new lighting stuff. 12 more KK songs, 11 more hairstyles, 11 more reactions, a bunch of new Nook Miles items. KK songs is huge. And a island life tip yeah. thing, which we don't need, but this mm-hmm. is like, good for new players jumping oh, in now, because right, right. I'm sure they're gonna have a bunch of people who are like, fine, I'll, yeah. 2.0, fine. So cool. all that's free. Cool, cool. Happy on Paradise, which is twenty five bucks, or however you know, twenty five fifty or whatever. It's a square. Uh, you work to build holiday custom homes. There's a bunch of biomes. The amiibo cards work with that, so you can summon specific villagers. <laughs> you can do currency to buy just a, who knows how much crazy stuff is gonna be added yeah. in there. But let me let me explain the concept to Brad. So like, there's this whole like set of islands, right? Kay. That you you travel to, and so when you go there. You kind of work as like a like an interior decorator for these animals. So you you go up and they're like, I want to have this kind of house. Oh, okay. And there's like three specific items that you need to put in there. Okay. But then after that, you can go wild and just kind of like fill in the theme however Got you it. want. Um, and then you can also like do like shared houses for two different animals. You can set oh, up partitions in the middle of the rooms. You can create like that's restaurants. Will they will they argue against each other? Um, <laughs> that's the I don't kind know. Of they shit seemed, I'm into. they seemed pretty civil. They did a lot talk of about the, increasing interactions and stuff. But with a lot of the too. the biome stuff, like one was like a, a western area oh. and one was like snowy. And like granted, like that stuff can happen if you you know if the clock gets yeah, to yeah, that yeah. point. But like some of these biomes are like yeah they haven't cool. had any. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think $25 is too much because I think in the past Nintendo would have sold this as a separate game. 
Right. Probably. And now yeah, it's just sure. like, we're going to bolt this on to Dude. the game we already have that's I already super successful. That it uses And like, cards. you bring this stuff back in. So, like, the partitions and, and pillars and stuff like that, yeah. you can put that in your house now. <laughs> yeah. Soundscapes? Of, yeah. So you can have room sound like something. Oh, okay. Like, sound like a city or. And, uh, yeah, like, uh, where did they go? A school, hospital, restaurant. You can, like, they'll, they'll fill in specific roles. So, like, people are, like, creating new houses and, you know, making dummy profiles just so they can have, like, a new four-room thing that I can right. make mm-hmm. look like a restaurant, but it's just a bunch of empty rooms. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, I these animals are the cool. servers or the chefs, and I can go in there and talk to them about their jobs. And, That's sweet. Um, so, yeah, just a ton going on. It's just the only way. There was no way I could open this conversation by being like, so Animal Crossing, right? We <laughs> Clearly Nintendo's doing weird stuff with their pricing, but I'm a sucker. Hey, yeah, I mean, if Animal Crossing fans are in it, that's a win. Yeah, and see, and that's, a, that's the other side of the subjectivity of the expansion pack because if you're going to buy this Animal Crossing $25 anyways, mm-hmm. now that, that takes up 25 of the 30 and so, like, okay, there's an extra five bucks, and I'll get N64 games. Mm-hmm. So it becomes easy to justify. But if you don't care about Animal Crossing at all, it's like, why am I going to pay 30 bucks? I mean, I'm going to pay 30 bucks to play Sin and Punishment. <laughs> right. That's about it. It's so weird. But Sin and Punishment on the Wii Virtual Console was, like, $12, I want to say? Yeah. Well, I used to be able to buy games, period, from that. Yeah. So. We got September MPDs. Thank Ooh. you to Matt Piscatello and the NPD group. Yeah, let's go. Um, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of games sell a lot. Sure do. More than ever. There is one particular thing that is fascinating. I love a good streak ender, a combo breaker. Um, but uh, that is September tw- 2021. Snaps. This is directly, I like the snaps uh, from Matt Piscatello. Snaps the remarkable 33 consecutive month streak that Nintendo Switch was the market's leading platform in hardware unit sales. Not money made, but how many units they sold. November 2018 was the last month the platform, other than Nintendo Switch, led the market in unit sales. That was the PlayStation 4. It was the PlayStation 5 that came along and whooped them um, in unit and dollar sales. PlayStation 5 was the best console in every metric that you could possibly measure it if you trust these crazy NPD people. It's crazy, especially because you can't really find them that well easily. Is Nintendo going to... Strike back next month and take over again for another streak. Oh, or OLED's is, gonna do it, yeah. Maybe, um, yeah. A lot of people are buying OLED, so maybe. Wait, I'm sorry, Blood is confident. OLED's gonna do it. Oh yeah. Oh, we had a shot there, Sony. It was. Like, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, you're gonna be continuing to sell the regular Switch, and you're gonna three get all these now. people that don't get about it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Two, yeah. There's like what three SKUs now? Four? Yeah. Something crazy. The the, the light is becoming pretty. Oh yeah. But yeah. You phase it out. Yeah. It's cheaper. Yeah. If you want to try to, quote, unquote, yeah, I mean, save it, money on a Nintendo yeah, product, it's like totally there, is, for, there is a way to do it. Just hope you don't get it's a totally for people that want to get a, you know, a durable thing for their kids or, or just have... Durable. Yeah. Is, is it surprising? Do you think Sony was going to dethrone them at any point? I didn't think it would be for a while because they're just hard to find, period. Yeah, I think it's just a supply Like, they're issue. just selling everything yeah. they got right now. Like, I've never seen one in a store. I don't know if I've ever seen a Series X either in a store. Right. Yeah. I see Switches all the time, but... It's entirely yeah. it's, it's, like their their ability to do it is just their ability to to get them into people's hands. Yep. Yeah. Will Nintendo comment on this? Will they tweet at Sony and be like, "Hey, you know, good month, won't last long." <laughs> do you think Nintendo cares? Do you think that's something they do? They have like a be, you know? Oh, they definitely you know, care. They yeah. Definitely talk about it to investors. Right. Yeah, yeah. Projections and everything. Yeah, yeah. They do, but no, they're not going to like message them or anything. 
That'd be hilarious and awesome if they did, though. What was the best-selling game of the month? You know it. You know it. September? Is it Madden? You know it. Metroid Dread? No, it's Madden. Um, Repeat is the best-selling game of the month. That's the thing, is that PlayStation 5 sells the most units. I feel out of place. I don't know what to do. What's going on with reality? But then I see Madden Mm -hmm. NFL on top. Ah, there we are. Back the way things should be. Um, But some fun titles that stand out. Uh, Tales from Arise set a new launch month dollar sales record for any Tales of franchise release. Hey, all right. We were saying that they put they gave Tales like a bigger budget than ever if it it happened. But we weren't sure. Um, Where was our confidence set at that? Do you think? How likely was this to happen? Oh, for a Tales game, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I I, I've definitely noticed that there's a very strong fan base. It's been a long time. I, I think this game. Yeah. Did enough to make itself look appealing to people that weren't in yeah, that. Yeah, I was intrigued. intrigued. Yeah. I will not go all the way, but I was intrigued, and then that's impressive. I have. <laughs> Physical, you could borrow Oh, it. no! No excuse. You're not <laughs> supposed to tell me those things. Um, Life is Strange True Colors. Message this one to Hubert on Slack. Got his reaction. Actually, I can bring it up. Uh, I think he just said, like, yes. He was excited. Launched as September 10th, September's 10th best-selling game. True Colors generated the highest launch Month dollar sales for any Life is Strange title to date. Dang, good for them. Nice. Yay. The, the, what was it, the first one that's not episodic too, maybe? Right, yeah. It, so that it, might all have the episodes are in the package. Yeah, that might have helped. From the get-go. Just nice? That's all you're going to say, Blood? You're not doing backflips? You're not freaking out? <laughs> Were you expecting it? Did you think, like, yeah, this this is the series on the rise. This is not this is not going to take a dip. Yeah, I. it's hard to say. Um I'm 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 definitely glad that it's it's not faltering because I I do feel like there's a fair amount of backlash to two. Um, I feel like people didn't feel like it had the same magic as the first game. Didn't have what they wanted out of you know a sequel, mm. uh, and so it is nice to see that True Colors came back from that uh, and is is getting received well. And it's not uh, what are they don't nod? It's not them either, right? Right, it's so... Tech Nine. So that yeah, they're keeping that that yeah, franchise going, going wherever it's gonna go. Yep. I'm only in chapter two, so I've got a long way to go to see how it is. But e- yeah, even you know, even personally, like it's like it's nice to see that series improve. It's you know, it's impressed me more than I thought it would. So yeah. What about WarioWare? Get it together. Were you impressed? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that actually. Game. Yeah, that game was more fun than I thought it would be. Cool. Fifteenth yeah. overall best-selling game of September. Ranking second on Switch, it achieved the highest launch month sales for a WarioWare franchise release since WarioWare Smooth Moves in January 2007. Okay. Yo, that game was sick. I played that a lot. So here, so here we are. I'm, the, I'm like, you know, I'm from the future. And you say, Jones, Tales from Arise, Life is Strange, WarioWare. Which of them will do well? All of them. All. <laughs> they will all break records. They will all be the best. Best-selling games ever now. Um, of their, but yeah, I mean, everything's up, um, you know, uh, Year-to-date spending reached $42 billion, 12% increase versus a year ago. Uh, spending grew overall just 3% for September, up to $4.4 bill. It would be nice to see um, Metroid on that list next month. A lot of people. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. I think but again, it's always... You the know, U- the it's UK numbers seem to indicate It's going to be that, there. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the best-selling Metroid game. Digital's period. not yeah. tracked all the time, but uh, mm. with reviews, yeah. I was playing it before we... We had to stop game is so playing good. Metroid Dread to do this podcast. Also this week, uh, this came wait, in. Pre- wait, 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 Go down the whole list, what? man. There were t- oh, the whole list? I want to know the, the top, top ten, ten games. Yeah, we need oh. to go down the top ten. Yeah, too. what are you doing, man? Right, fine. <laughs> no. 
We don't gotta get crazy in death, but I wanna know. Well, you know your top there. Ooh, we had a conversation about this. The uh, two, three, four, five, and six are all new. These are all, these are all games. Nice. Jumping in on the list, we already said Tales for Rise was number three. Two and three are sportsies. We had a conversation about number two recently about its value. FIFA. FIFA, FIFA yeah. FIFA and EA going to war. A lot yeah. of people in the comments were like, "Oh, FIFA does not EA. Screw EA. Leave them. Leave them in the dust." And a lot of people were like, "No, they definitely need them." So mm. not that easy. NBA Two K Twenty Two at number three. Tales from Rise number four. Summer five, brand new, coming out there in September. Uh, new World, damn. No, this is an old game. Oh, brought back. <laughs> That's a very common two? thing from the oh, day. resurrected. Oh, yeah. Diablo two. Oh, okay. Number six, brand new game, big franchise, reviewed by Brad Ellis. Oh, Lost Judgment. No, you didn't review this. Ben reviewed this. Oh. Ben reviewed this because I cut the review. <laughs> I was like, what? Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry. So we're like, oh, sick, good for Lost Judgment. Uh, Deathloop, coming in at Death number six. Loop. Oh, nice. yeah. Uh, beating out two platforms only. <laughs> beating out Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which is a lot older than Deathloop, but yeah, still impressive. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima at number eight. Yeah. Uh, Miles Morales, which is it's still oh, wow. killing it. Yep. Still. still surprise, yeah. Just, just dropping from the five spot. Uh, again, Tsushima was at number two. Um, and then Life is Strange again at number number ten. What's number 11? Because it's got to be here somewhere. GTA 5. Mario Kart. Bing. Ah. Mario Kart already dropping from number 6 to number 11. Diablo Prime Evil Collection? Oh, is that all the old stuff? Huh. Prime Evil Collection? Is that um, just like the, the deluxe edition or something? I don't know. Is that like, yeah. Is it, does that give you all the DLCs and stuff like that? No I'm not idea. sure. I have no I idea know. what That's that is. That's number 12, just right behind Mario Kart. It's just like one of those like weird Maybe packages. Maybe includes you three or something. I don't know. Best Buy or something. Yeah. Sonic Colors Ultimate. Okay. Oh, <laughs> number thirteen. Wow, beating out Minecraft. Um, wow. And then yeah, your your Valhalla's uh, Animal Still Crossing at yep. number eighteen. COD, two thousand nineteen. Mortal Kombat eleven. Hey, twenty. Nice. There you go. Thank you, Jones. I'll go. I'll go all the way to twenty and beyond, baby. I don't care. The Primeval Collection includes Diablo three. Oh. Uh, some bullshit wings <laughs> and crap. Oh, and Diablo two. It's like the in-game stuff. Yeah. Too. Okay, got it. Got it. Also, this week, some devs who worked on Mercury worked with Mercury Steam claim that they were left out of Metroid Dread's credits. That happened very close to our recording of the last podcast. So. Yeah, there's been um, a, a lot of back and forth there, but but it's just yeah, it's just you know, people claiming that. So who people knows, having but. weird credits policies is definitely a, a discussion people have been having. Marcus Lido joined Electronic Arts, is leading a new studio in Seattle, making, quote, first-person games. Um, he was creative director on Halo 1, 2, and 3, is credited as the guy who made Master Chief look like that, basically. Yeah. He's, like, uh, one of the, the main creative leads. Yeah, and Super dis- stoked. Disintegration was in development for a long time and <laughs> died very fast. Well, he says first-person games, not first-person shooters, so it's going to be interesting. I don't know mm-hmm. if that was just him being general. Oh, or wasn't that the game uh, I reviewed a while ago? Disintegration? It was like mechs half the time and then like yeah, I walking that. around. Did you actually that. do that review? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't I sure if that was you or Ben because I know Ben no, I did, did it. the yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. The creator of Stardew Valley announced their next game, Haunted Chocolatier. Yeah. Hey, that's Which I'm cool. kind of down for just based on the title. Yeah. yeah. And and knowing what the Stardew what you, Valley like, was like. Count Chocula or something? I don't, I've, I've seen a couple screenshots, but that just that. It looks uh, like you really go out and like gather ingredients and then you put them in your shop and like manage your shop of oh, different chocolates or cool. something. So down for shops. But it's a ghost town. I don't know hey, all the, the details. Yes. Yeah. You sent some code for like a saloon simulator or something. I was like, oh no. <laughs> or I got it like. 
inbox. I was like, I can't. I, I do not have time. Saloon simulator. You should try Potion Craft. It's cute. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's some fun mobile games where you just yeah, you just sell a bunch of Dungeon uh, Village, items. dude. That game rules. <laughs> Uh, on January 22nd, 2022, God of War will be available on Steam and the Epic Game Store. Nice. Still no Bloodborne. Still no Final Fantasy VII They're remake. doing something Bloodborne. Rumored, Bloodborne rumored. Yeah, they're doing something <laughs> different. Um, but crazy, but, you know, also this week. Cool. It's just, yeah, it's another one. It's a great game. Um, definitely but, definitely their biggest so far, I think, that made the jump there. Yeah, yeah. That's as much as I love it. Days Gone. Absolutely huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of PlayStation, the PlayStation Store now has a new game strand on the top page, <laughs> which is a pretty big deal because I've seen a lot of indie developers that are like, thank yeah, you. I mean, like, like, why did I that can take finally so just be there because I'm there. You know, it's right. not, I'm not going to get shut out of the way. That's a thing or, not to have at so, launch. Um, yeah, that'll be a fun thing to see. Uh, we got to see a bit of a scrapped Tomb Raider survival horror game called Ascension. Yeah. Oh. That, like, some of the design elements you can see, they've like made their way into, like, later Tomb Raider games. Oh, but this okay. a whole crazy thing that, that was scrapped. That sounds cool. Fantastic. It was put up on the official channel. Like, it's really cool <sighs> for them to just, you know, take the lid off of this thing and show it to you and see all the jank, the super, super <laughs> jank of That's early cool. game development. And Lara riding away from a giant on a horse it's just like, what is this game? <laughs> it's pretty bonkers, especially this month. You owe it to yourself. Tomb Raider is pretty bonkers. Yeah, get a little Tomb Raider horror into your life. Xbox Twitter heavily teased the new Fable stuff was dropping on October 18th, but then it was like, nope. Yeah, do you have the exact tweet there? It was like, tune in tomorrow for chickens or something. We're going to do a chicken re, you know, reassignment program or something. Well, they we're said getting like, our chickens in they order. They said something like Fable in the tweet. Yeah, they, no, they were, they were saying... Uh, and, well, they okay. tweeted later and said, hey, there no, was a miscommunication that, that we were going to do a Fable thing. But they said not. Fable in the first tweet in some way. They, no, it's totally all about Fable. Yeah. But then it just, like, died. So, um, whoops. Sorry, I'm having a hard time scrolling. Because, like, I mean, you and me were like, Fable? I was, yeah, I was way down. Sweet. I was like, okay. Like, you know, Cal- it's just right, here like, we go. calendar marked. October 17th. We're excited to kick off something special tomorrow. Kick off. Just give us one more day to prepare the chickens. We'd call it our Fable Anniversary, but that name was already taken. And then later in the day, sorry for any confusion. We don't have any big game news tomorrow or any info about We Are Playgrounds uh, upcoming Fable game. And then the next day, like nothing happened. It's like stopping a, a... What? Yeah, a small child from having a yeah, tantrum. It's like, no, no, nothing happened. No, no, no. That was a stupid tweet. But hey, maybe that's soon. Even if it's a couple months away, even if it's beating it next year, yeah. I'm down. Um, I mean, I didn't exciting. expect it to be the next Fable game, but I thought it'd be like, hey, maybe an update for Series yeah. X or something. Might be time to. I like, thought it would be like some blog or yeah, announce a or cast something. member yeah. or something weird or. Yeah. But no, <laughs> um, Twitch apparently had a do not ban list, so popular streamers weren't banned for quote unquote something dumb. Uh, which has come to light, you know, from the hacks mm-hmm. and all yeah. that stuff. But like, I, I think it's one not of, around anymore. But it, that it was, was an old list, right? It is an interesting yeah, it's thing a old, to think old about. list. It, at first, it seems really suspect, but then, like when you talk about, like back in the day, like you could get banned for just like turning your full cam on and not streaming a game. It was yeah, like, it was oh, a lot different. Okay, yeah. I see what this. <laughs> like, it's not really as sure. And like, you could get banned for streaming something not gaming related. So they had right. like, yeah, yeah, exceptions for one of them was big. It was like. FX or AMC or something like big TV channel. Um, yeah, not exciting when that information gets stolen, but every now and then some interesting stuff comes out. Smaller, larger expansion drives are coming soon for Xbox. Previously, they just had the one terabyte drives. Cool. Blood's yeah. excited. <laughs> uh, not really, but it's... it's <laughs> you posted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it's you know it's good to see those options. But man, four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars for the it. two terabytes. What? Yeah. Those, what? They're so expensive. What? <laughs> yeah. That's it. yeah. That's that's insane. I'll, I'll just delete the game. Get a switch away. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> just download something. The five twelve is like hundred and forty. Still too much. Yeah. Wait. So you can downsize? Hmm? You can downsize? No, it's a, it's the expansion. Oh, an extra, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's a little hard like, drive that you put in the back. Why would you downsize it, though? Okay. They call it a card. I don't know okay. why. It's... We're back to memory cards. Yeah. Oh. So we talked last week about how the DFEH, which originally put a lawsuit on an Activision it's, Blizzard, it's here, I was charged with an ethics violation. Well, now Activision Blizzard's like, say what now? The DFEH got a what now? Okay, we, we need a little time to sort through these papers. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone's sniffing that Activision Blizzard's going to be like, ha, ha, ha. You know, right? You know, look Just at this one little fine print, and then, haha, you can't have a case against us. Goodbye. Um, which I'm sure they were. I'm sure they're still terrified and very annoyed by all of the stuff that's happening here. But like, ugh, they're finding yeah, a lot the, of ways to sneak out of it. The legal side of this, I've gotten to the point where I do not care until there's another like actual case. I happening. don't care until I have to put the podcast together. <laughs> but I mean, no, like even then, yeah, it's like. The, these weird little back and forths and, you know, highlighting this paragraph or that paragraph or pointing at this lawyer or that lawyer, like, just... See, this is why I like Batman. Anymore. Daredevil kind of tries to pull this off, but this is why I love Batman. It's like the, the guy from, you know, gets off, mm-hmm. and then they have the big party, and then he goes out and drinks with all his mob buddies. Then he goes back to his apartment at night. Batman's there. There's Batman. I know what you did. Yeah. Go, Dick, you're mine. Sadly, we don't live in that world. We do live in a world, though, where the Xbox Series X mini fridge sells out in 15 minutes. <laughs> How much People was it? trying to scalp them. What originally started as maybe not a, a real thing is now totally yeah. real. And pe- yeah. And a lot of people were just like, posting on social media. They were like, wow, they are, you know, Xbox is behind depending on how you look at it in terms of just, like, all the records being broken, but, like, they're doing something right, because that is a strong fan base. That is just way oh, down. Oh, yeah. Where can we take it next? What but, else is that thing? Yeah, I like? think I saw people trying to eBay them for, like, $300. So they probably weren't that much then. So, I mean, that's I, why people were buying yeah, them. Yeah, but, but I, th- I think they're actually going to be available in stores. So that's cool. In the fall, so when they actually are out there in, yeah. in the wild. We should like, get one. Nobody's going to be. $99.99. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to be paying those scalpers. Come on. Yeah. And Elden Ring got delayed to February 25th. Let it cook, baby. Let it cook. It's fine. It's fine. Let it cook. Let it cook. cook. Sign up for the network test. Well, February, but like immediately that wipes everything out of February. (laughs) Like I don't care anymore about anything in February except that. Same. Sorry. The balance of power has shifted. Wait. Horizon is stoked because it's a week after Horizon. Otherwise, they'd be oh, furious, yeah. even more furious. They're probably pissed right now. All these people hungry for Elden Ring. There's definitely yeah. going to be some, some because purchases. They had I don't think we know it. Nintendo's February, though. Uh, Not yeah. yet, yeah. Well, it was Breath of the Wild, I think, for the first Horizon. That had yeah, go yeah. close to them. Sorry, Horizon. Playing Elden Ring first. They'll play Horizon. Let's play a game! <laughs> uh, this is from Ian Alexander, who gave us the previous Lost in Translation. This is the Taiwan version. Oh, okay. We need okay. to try to guess, or you, I ain't playing this. You gotta try to guess the correct titles of these games translated from Chinese to English with the infamously inaccurate Google Translate. These are all games currently <laughs> being discussed on Taiwan's top gaming news site, Bahamut. Let me respect Ian. These are all very relevant games. They're all games that are happening right now. Great website name. 
Um, none of these games are not either like imminent or have had huge trailers dropped or like just launched and a lot of people are playing them. So there's there gonna be nothing like a decade ago that's obscure. Okay. Uh, and first, uh, first person to get it wins. So some of these are obvious, like the first one, the final battle infinite. The final battle infinite. Halo uh, Infinite? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Oh, I, for some reason, I thought you said yep. something that was out. Okay. That's close. Or, or close. These okay, are like sorry. in the popular conversation. Yeah, right, right. Wow. That's got to have a just, wow. The final battle? The final, final battle. battle. Infinite. What do Ven- they know that we don't? Right. right. <laughs> Vengeance on blood. <laughs> Back for blood? Back for blood? Yeah. yeah. Snuck in ahead. Decisive moment, modern battlefield. Battlefield. Call of Duty? Battlef- oh, Call of Duty Vanguard? It's called, Call of Duty Vanguard? Modern Warfare? Going. There's, Duty, there's a lot Black Ops, Ghosts. Four. There's that other big one that was hacked a lot. Oh, Warzone? Called yeah, Warzone? Oh. oh. <laughs> Black Street Saints. Saints Row? Correct. <laughs> oh, like, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Hunting in the line, frontline operations. Battlefield. Uh, we have talked five. about. We have ta- no, we have talked about this game on the podcast. Hunting in yeah. the line? Hunting in the line, frontline operations. One of those words is in the title. Frontline operations. Ghost Recon frontline. Correct. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Magic Warrior Three. Magic, Magic Warrior Three. Nah. I'm trying to think of any threes right what? now. There's some threes. Yeah, I'm... some big threes coming. My brain, it won't work. That's Bayonetta Three. Oh, oh wow. Magic Warrior. Interstellar team. (laughs) This is a great translation because it's just such a boring, obvious way to describe. Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) That's so funny. The Great Brawl at the Temple of Valor, which is not a bad title for this game. For Honor? The Great Brawl at the Temple of Valor. This game is a little old. This game's Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Uh, Chivalry? It's got Hala in it. Damn. The Great Brawl. Brawlhalla? Yeah, Brawlhalla. Oh. Okay. Good stuff. Those are so wacky and all probably horrible. And We might have offended somebody, but moving on. It is time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. From Happy Gaming. It's finally the spooky season, but personally... I wasn't always into chills and thrills. I actually used to be completely averse to anything that could even be a little bit scary. I was even scared of Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. But somewhere along the lines, things completely flipped for me. I don't exactly know when it was, but my guess is either it had something to do with the original Silent Hill or Resident Evil 4. Since then, I've been in love with the genre and get more in love with finding new spooky games and movies to watch every year. The horror genre has given me years of extremely fond and wonderful memories that others just can't match. I remember playing Fatal Frame 2 with a friend in sleeping bags late at night, mm-hmm. holding each other's hands as we passed the controller back and forth. We were so scared. Another time, I introduced RE4 to a different friend who insisted he hated scary games and then insisted after starting that he wouldn't stop until the game was done. He loved it so much. I'd love to hear stories about how each of the allies fell in love with the spooks and what horror game memories they have as well. What stories do you have about your love of horror allies? It's a good time. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I actually do have some somewhat of a story, I guess, because <laughs> I've never been like, that into scary movies and still not that into scary movies. Don't watch a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of related like I don't think I played a lot of like horror horror games um back in the day you know I, I 
didn't get into Resident Evil and stuff when it first came out. Uh, but I was intrigued by the screenshots and stuff for Silent Hill 2. And I was very intrigued by uh, Eternal Darkness. And I think that's kind of where, yeah, where it started. Where like, yeah, I was really into Eternal Darkness, really into the psychological horror aspect. Uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah, my first Resident Evil was the uh, the GameCube remake. And then, yeah, and there you go. Ki- kind of from there, you know. You and peaked. I don't play every horror game, but you know, there's definitely well, things that stick out here and there. Playing Resident Evil 4 VR this morning at like 8:30 in the morning, I'm like, it's an excellent time to begin mm-hmm. my Resident Evil 4 VR playthrough. And all I could think of was playing is I was like, RE1 remake, let's go. You know, like you right. easily, easily just do the, what you did here. Mm. Just do it there. Well, not so easily because it's all a bunch of static pre-rendered right. backgrounds. But, yeah. <laughs> easily. Easily. I would be so down for that. Um, yeah, my big one was Clock Tower on the PlayStation, mm. the point-and-click mm. PS1 game on yes, a controller, yeah. um, which rough. does not, yeah, it's super rough, rough, does not hold up in a lot of ways. But, because um, I, I, I played all the horror by myself. I don't recall, because I would watch movies if I would, like, get together with friends and we were going to do something scary. I think it's one of the rare instances it was my girlfriend and my older brother, and we were playing it together, and uh, Scissor Man, Scissor Hands, Scissor Man, Scissor Man, came in, we were hiding in a chest, but we couldn't close it all the way. So you could like see a couple pixels of our character peeking out. And he came over and looked at it and was like, oh, I guess they're not here. Turned away and then doubled back and stabbed us through the top of the box. Oh, wow. And that's probably the most I've ever screamed mm-hmm. at a video game with a group of people. We got, we were so good. But it's, like, it was so tiny on screen. It was almost mm-hmm. like The Sims. Like It was just yeah, very strange game. <laughs> uh, I guess my horror game started was... I was probably like four or five playing Castlevania on NES, the first one. Because there wasn't like a lot of horror games that I was aware of at the time, like not, that. But it was no. like the creepiest thing that I had kind of yeah. at the time. So I remember being creepy. But I'll never forget the first like horror game. I guess was RE One when it was like pretty new at the time. Yeah. I was playing with my brother, and it's like I'll never forget those moments. The first time they happened, like the zombie turn and the the dogs through the window. I'll never forget stuff like that. Yeah, it's funny though that you bring up Castlevania because you know I just didn't really like see them as horror games you know like they're, but it's like that they're, they're in that right. setting right that, like, but, that's but it's funny had, you look at I had access yeah. to those like that yeah you play like friday the 13th on nes and i'm remotely creepy you know it's like, or like yeah. Jaws or something you know there's just yeah. like a, it was interesting that they did a lot for horror and and um even like haunted place what was like the resident haunted evil kind of pre there was like some like capcom made like a, it was like based on a movie or something there was like some old crazy like mm. um you know, like console, uh, haunted castle, I think, or something. Yeah, that yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. But it is, of, it's like early you know, horror entries are interesting. It's like when you watch old horror movies from back in like the '40s or '50s or whatever. You're like, oh, that looks so cheesy and fake. But everyone at the time was freaked out by it. Yeah. And it's like at the time, like NES Castlevania, like looked crazy and freaked me out still. Yeah. Well, I remember the cover art for Nintendo Power, like oh, one of the first for, Nintendo for Powers. Two? When they had to... Oh, my God. He's holding Dracula's head? Holding the head. so sick. All the yeah. organs there. And just like... Tendo was... Parents writing was angry letters. so cool. But yeah. My earliest memory that I have is... My dad and I played Seventh Guest together. Mm. And uh, I remember that we had a demo for Alone in the Dark, I think. Sweet. And then... Uh, like, Genesis, like Splatterhouse and stuff like that. Right. And then Silent... Or... I've told this before, but I tried to win Resident Evil in a ring toss at a carnival before I even had a PlayStation. But then when I did get a PlayStation, I had a friend 
Uh, shout out Evan Skytree. He's a musician. But he would he would come over and watch me play all of Silent Hill 1. Uh, and so we were like a team for that, which is really good. Um, and then I just went all in. Resident Evil, you know, Silent Hill. God, I love them all so much. Didn't like D come up in conversation? Didn't he really? Dude, D? I mm. wanted to And I was to like, play... I played that. I played it. I played I finished it. I remember what all that stuff. To now. this yeah. day, I, I remember I read about D in a magazine. I think it was like EGM mm. or something. And I never had a Dreamcast or Saturn or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And to this day, I want to play D and I never have. Very slow. Did it come out on Dreamcast like as well or was it only Saturn? It must have I just been Saturn. I must have played Saturn. it on Dreamcast. I think I'm, it might have come out on PlayStation as well. Yeah, I think I, it might have I been on several things. I would have had to have someone's Dreamcast to play it. I, I don't think I did. I definitely remember like going through the old game trailers library and mm. having that big fat Saturn case with the... 3DO, Saturn, PlayStation, and MS-DOS. Oh. I'm, I just remember seeing the ad. Uh, do you remember? It's like, uh, well, I can actually show you guys, but the, the D with the girl's face. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. Crying blood or whatever. Yep. I remember seeing that and I was just like, "That's so cool." <laughs> I was a goth kid, if you didn't know, like really? no, no soft goth. Well, soft goth, you'll enjoy this next one from Sam Joven. Bit of a broad question, but what makes for a great setting in horror games? What elements are essential for the optimal spooky ambiance? Sound design, yeah, That's one of the music, most important. lighting, colors. But it's inter- it's interesting, like the the the. Wolf sound effect in the original Resident Evil 1, not the remake, the Resident Evil 1 for PlayStations. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I, like, I had it memorized, and every time it would come up, and it would still creep the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I still yeah. would know how it was built and where the graphical layers ended, and I was still just, like, on the edge of my seat. I could bite my fingernails. You've got to have that little, that little bit of movement out of the corner of your eye, right? Like, the shadow of the branches moving in the wind or something mm, like that. Yeah. You, th- you think you see something, and then it's not, it's not there. Uh, Half-Life 2 has really, in their DLCs, has like a really good horror element because the G-Man like follows you around. Like yeah. there's a lot of instances where you can like, what the hell? And you'll see him like on a building, just like, hello. Um, so like I love, I love, and the same thing with film too. I love when something happens that you trusted in me to find. Otherwise I would have just missed it. It's right. fun, you know, like you don't have to like throw everything at my head. Well, yeah. one, of, one of the things too, going back to Eternal Darkness, is just that like pounding on the door when you're in the mansion like the perfection of that sound effect because it it literally sounded like it was happening in real life and not coming out of the speakers. Yeah. It's just like, how did you just do that? And it just freaks you the heck out. And then the other thing... I'll, I'll, some of these I've never experienced. Any, anytime that some of this Eternal Darkness stuff I've just heard about, but I never got during any of my playthroughs. Same. Never yeah, been, and yeah. then, well, the other thing that I, I love to bring up, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll bring it up every time I bring up this game, is the audio designers put in sounds specifically made to mess with your cats and dogs. That's super cool. (laughs) And so your cats and dogs starts freaking out, and you're like, what is happening? (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. That makes me think of Shattered Memories, where you get the call in the the Wii remote. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I loved that. That was so creepy. The only thing, though, now is I play so much with headphones that when the PlayStation controller or something does something, I kind of miss it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there one particular gen that kind of like there's there's kind of a resurgence of like this like mm-hmm. PS1 tattered pixelated look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of um, 
yeah, a lot of like top down games. You were you and I were discussing some like upcoming like top down like horror kind of Japanese style. Almost looks like a like a turn based RPG like from you know your, but there's just a lot of like spooky elements. Um, did what? Yeah, did one gen do it better than others in terms of atmosphere? Horror? Or are we just getting better? I and definitely better at think it as we go on the. Yeah, I think that PS2 GameCube era did pretty well. Yeah, it's like Silent Hill 2. Silent Man Hill 3. 2, Resident Evil Remake, yeah. Eternal Darkness. Like, there's others. Yeah. I definitely think there's something Fail to Frank that. Fail like, PS2, right? Like, yeah. scarcity is the mother of invention, right? Where it's like, with a limited technological capability, mm-hmm. you have to make artistic choices. Yeah. Because you have to get it across. Whereas now, you can just do the thing, You you know? So I do think there's something to be said for that, like older generations having like a really spooky vibe. Definitely. And just shout out, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but it did, and I'm always going to give it a shout out when it pops in my head. Shout out to Dreams, because there's a lot of cool stuff you can download that literally is just spooky ambiance, that's it. <laughs> like it's just, they're somebody a had a neat Halloween idea. event right yeah, now. Somebody had, yeah, somebody had, they did it you know, last year's, or not the same type of thing that they're doing, but um, yeah, they definitely have like seasoned events. But it was just neat to like go into an environment and like, that's it. I just want to make a cool forest, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, like it that's can certainly sweet. can certainly appreciate something um, just on its own. From Steven Santiago, I'm really hyped for Gotham Knights. Looks fun, ambitious. So excited to play as my favorite Bat Family member, Tim Drake, aka Robin slash Red Robin. I really hope the game does well, but let's look into the future for a bit. Let's pretend now it's 2022. Gotham Knights reviewed well enough to get character DLC. What character, past, present, or future from the Bat Family? Would you like to see added to the game as DLC besides Bruce Wayne Batman? Personally, I'd love to see another either Stephanie Brown spoiler uh, slash Batgirl or Harper Rose Bluebird, which is some fun deep cuts. Uh, Azriel, which you might know from the Arkham series, right. would be fun. Uh, It'd be fun to play as him. You fought him. They could do Damien. Or um, be Alfred. Bruce Wayne's kid. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> Alfred is who came to my mind, yeah. too. Like hitting people with a cane and then yeah. just getting glass cannon like you get hit once and you die yeah e- either that or i was also thinking of um lucius would be fun to play just a gadget oh, character sure. oh, so sure. he's, he's yeah. never there yeah, he's literally just controlling like these like robots or just other like tools that he brings in or um yeah his his stuff is like slightly different um batwoman um, is good i like batwoman is also cool talia is also kind of like uh, you know it's kind of kind of the catwoman good girl bad girl and yeah. we've played as catwoman right. before in these games um and so yeah talia bringing in like some stealth stuff and maybe some some league members that are fighting with her would be neat. I want someone from the animated series. I think his name is Kyodai. Do you oh, was that? It, did, was that when he trained in Japan? Yeah. Was that the guy yeah. he trained with? Yeah. That guy's awesome. And even like other, I mean, it's like uh, when they did DC Fandom, somebody drew an awesome picture when they had like the fan art exhibit of uh, Zatanna, who is... Um, Zatanna, Zatanna, Zatanna. It's always, I, I say Zatanna. The magician? But, yeah. Yeah. But she's a magician character. And like that would be, you know. Yeah, that'd sure. be fun. Fun surprises. They pull objects out of you know thin air, anyways, in that game. So mm-hmm. she fit right in. It'd be cool to do like a, you know how Spider Man had the like animated suit or whatever. It'd be oh. cool to do oh, s- yeah. costumes that make it look like Batman animated series. It's tough. They did that with Arkham Knight, and he was just so big. <laughs> oh just, really? Didn't, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looked like yeah, it looked like he like. If like the Batman the animated series Batman was like a lion that he skinned and yeah. <laughs> just like put over him. Like, yeah, they'd have funny. to make it like, completely yeah. different. Doesn't always fit. Batman Beyond one was very cool, but yes. yeah, sometimes they it just was. don't work. It is time for bets. Next week's bet: Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, also known as Interstellar Team. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Interstellar Team. Marvel's Interstellar Team. Yes. Launches on October 26th, two days before we record the next episode of this podcast. I want to know how long are those end credits going to be? Brad Ellis, 
Five minutes. Five minutes. All right. A little bit on the short side. Isla. Seven minutes. There we go. There we go. There we go. Bloodworth. My seventeen twenty-seven. Whoa. <laughs> what? Seven oh one. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good. I was happy. I, Your boy. price is right at me. I know. The O one. I knew what I was doing when I did it, but I didn't know I'd hit it that close. Damn. Oof. That'll be interesting. You've got. I hope but it's then they 659. could rush it. You never know. They could you, be. Yeah, you because you, you've got the the Montreal. No, is it Montreal? Anyways, the uh, Idos. Yeah, Idos Montreal team. Right. You've got the whole Square Enix sure. enterprise. And you've got whatever Marvel and Disney are going Special on. thanks to Feige and all these other weirdos. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's going to be Depends on the speed, man. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. All about that yeah. speed. It's all about that but speed. But how many songs do they want to play, though? That's yeah, the other thing. That's true. the thing. We they won't be able play to those stream songs. these credits. Two songs. They made up their own band. Yeah. I'm not going to put these credits at the end of the podcast <laughs> next week because they will have a lot of popular music in it. Yep. I, I would imagine. This week's bet, the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes launched on October 22nd, or launches today, the, the day we were recording this week's episode. At that time, I want to know how many people will be watching Twitch's number one stream of the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes. Ben Moore bet 6,000. Uh, Michael Damiani bet 250. Daniel Bloodworth bet 5,106. And I would love it if it was right on the money. And I bet 800. And here it is. I got the game right here. Gonna roll it up. Let's see if it's the same one I've been watching all day. Oh, he stopped. Now XQCOW. Oh, oh no. <laughs> is streaming the game to 73,000 yeah. people. Whoa. Uh, that would put Ben pretty close. <laughs> it only takes the one closest of streamer the to do it. You're like 6,000, right? Mm, yeah. Wow. Bringing that score to Jovial Penguins 27. Gentlemen, start your screaming. Back to Penguin. Yeah. Vociferous Beavers 19. Nom, 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 nom. I thought I had it. It all depends on who it is. Oh, boy. Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies. I can lose podcast bets. That's fine. Just as long as you go to patreon.com slash easy allies. If you haven't yet, if you're just chilling and enjoying this podcast, we hang out every week and we talk about video game stuff, but there's so many other things that we do at Easy Allies. There's so many other uh, pies that we got our hands in, uh, lots of other things. Reasons why there's only three chairs at this desk is because of all the other content that we're producing and that we... I got to show the desk. This chair right here. We got to show it for people who are watching. Um, but if you want to go to patreon.com slash easy allies, not only can you find out about so many other things that you do, you can support the easy allies and the uh, wonderful content that we produce. We're getting near the end of the year. We are stacked as far as our schedule is concerned. And we just had a meeting talking about like, what are going to be, be able to review? Uh, we're going to be, do, be doing goatees uh, in January. And then we're looking ahead at 2022, another big, fresh, wonderful year of easy allies. We would definitely appreciate your support. We certainly appreciate the support of our shout out tier. We have four wonderful people here that we're going to shout out right now. The very top tier at patreon.com slash easy allies. Shout out to L. Fanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, and Nick. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Nice. Well, let's see who's betting there. Ben and Damiani are betting. We got Brad and Isla here. So yeah, you can uh-huh. uh, you can divvy that up however you want. Between the two of you, you get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Uh, I'll what take the final do? word. I'll promote a video, I guess. I believe in you. Uh, okay. Uh, what? Uh, 
Uh, Mysterious Monsters, damn it. Watch that shit. <laughs> Watch it or I'm going to cancel it. <laughs> Share it with your friends. That, that show is hard. It takes a lot of effort. It does. <laughs> New episode Monday. New episode Monday. Oh, yeah, right. Yep. That, Watch it. I'll promote the upcoming one. Monday, the 25th, noon, PT. Check easyallies.com for your local listings. Uh, watch it. Tell your friends. Let it escape Easy Allies' impossible gravity on YouTube. <laughs> Whose arm is that? Whose arm is that? <laughs> uh, final ah. word? What's so final, final word word? is um, Ubisoft. You got to get together, all right? <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. Your fans are sick of it. Quit fucking around with Splinter Cell and just make a proper one. That's all you got to do, and people will be happy. Just do it. Uh, good night and good game. Fable? 30 bucks for year two? When you're on top, you don't have to brag. Where'd everybody go? Bingo?